abused, misused, misunderstood, devalued, still, who would you choose? Lost, feeling hopeless, no one to talk to or even understand you, still, who would you choose? Welcome to Women Setting a Tone Podcast. I am your host, Takira Owens. Thank you all for joining me. Today's topic is called Love Yourself Enough. On today's episode, we're going to talk about real life challenges, experiences, lessons, how to improve your character development, ways to increase your self-worth, and how to shift your mindset to thinking better about yourself. Unfortunately, we live in a world where anybody can be a magician or an illusionist, meaning that they only show you what's going on face front and not what's really going on underneath the table. It's a persona, it's an image, um, it's false, it's not real. That's what society has trained the minds that's acceptable. We live in a world that being someone else is acceptable. We live in a world where if you're not popular or don't have a lot of friends, you're a nobody. Many, many challenges that I've went through. Many. <laughs> so I can definitely relate. And that is why it's important for you to identify who you are, who God has created you to be. It's important for you to love yourself to, enough to know that you matter. You are important. As a child, you know, we all are faced with different situations and lessons. Mine's was, you know, wanting to be accepted, wanting to be liked, wanting to fit in the crowd. You know, wanting to fit in the mix, like we used to say. But that never worked for me. That never worked for me. You know, I could get along with anybody, but it just never worked for me with being in the crowd, you know. Um, and most most of the times it was because either that person would be afraid of me seeing who I really was created to be or me recognizing who they really were, you know. And I was always taught by my mother, if you see a, a woman in a crowd with a bunch of females, most likely she got a different personality for each and every one of them. And that means she handles each and every one of them differently. So when you turn your back, she's going to be talking about you or to the next one, you know, and, you know, I, I always wondered why, you know, why I would run into these kind of people. Um, but soon, soon enough, you know, I had to learn that all I really needed was God. So God started to isolate me. I remember it just as plain and clear as day. It was like a little small room with one little window, one little square window, just me and him in the space, in the space for him to work in me, work on me, in the space for him to change my mind, for him to heal my heart, in a space for me to refocus my attention only on him, take care of my children, and learn more about him. <laughs> and in that time, I was praying and asking him to remove and release 
people, places, and things that was not of him from my life. <laughs> and my God, if I tell y'all, if I can tell y'all one thing, let me tell you something. God will do just what he said he will do. Just what you ask him to do, he will do just that. It was like, man, a bag with no air. You hear me? I was so, I was so broken because these were people that I love genuinely, but I know they didn't really mean me no good, you know. Um, but it was like, thank you, Jesus. It was like a caterpillar birthing into the butterfly, the beautiful butterfly, that transformation process of my life. Um, and when I came out of that little room, that's how I felt mentally and that's how it, it was in my vision. When I came out of that room, I had grown so much. I knew that God didn't bring me that far to leave me now. You know, I knew that he loved me too much to leave me where I was. And, you know, I had to learn that I wasn't for everybody. It's okay not to be in the crowd. It's okay not to be invited to things. It's okay not to be accepted. <laughs> and, you know, my greatest model was, give me what I give you. But, you know, my pastor used to always tell me that if they slap you on one side of your cheek, you turn the other one. And I just carry that with me, you know, um, because we all go through challenges and we all go through lessons. You know, it's something about when you meet people. I believe in everybody that you meet, you're supposed to get two things, either a lesson Thank you, Jesus. Or oh, a blessing. And what I mean by that is some people only come into your life to teach you things. And some people come as a blessing to increase you. When you're in a team, whether it's friendship or companionship, there's no big you little me. You know, you're supposed to be equally yoked or respectful enough to each other that you care enough about each other's feelings because if you do something wrong, it's going to affect the other one. And I just think that it's important for you to be with people that value you like you value yourself. Because I've learned from experience, if you don't value yourself, they won't value you either. If you're passive about everything, you know, and don't take nothing serious. How how they make you feel is not even going to matter to them because they see that you don't care enough to treat yourself like you're worthy. You know, but my greatest lesson, my greatest lesson came from heartbreak. My greatest lesson came from heartbreak. There's no better feeling like being in love. There's no better feeling like having that person that you can share your life with, build with, you know, have a future with, have a family with. That person to pick you up when you feel like you can't get up. You, you're weak. You know? But then there's no feeling, honey, like pouring into an empty cup. Pouring into an empty cup. And yours does not get refilled. 
And we all know if you're pouring into a cup, you deserve to get your cup refilled because one lead the other when you're a unit. You understand? And that's why, you know, things don't work out the way they're supposed to. I'll say for me, for my experience, you know, it was in the marriage that I'm coming out of. You can't pour into somebody's cup so it leaves you dead in the inside. I was always taught that when you love, you love with no condition. You love <laughs> innocently, intentionally, um, and without a price. You hear me? Anything that cause, causes you a price. And that price is the very thing that doesn't cost a price. Your peace of mind is too valuable, baby. That's what I was taught. And then you're, you're like, okay, what do I do? You know? I want my family, but do I want it because I'm worried about what other people are going to say? Do I want it because, you know, I never really came from that? I never had the family dynamic? Do I stay here and continue hurting me? <laughs> Put myself through hell. Because nothing is going to change unless I change it. Or do I love myself enough to know that I deserve better? It's something about the power of prayer. You hear me? When you call upon God's name, you hear me? He will come to your rescue. I remember him saying to me just as plain as day and I was, you know, getting my head space clear. I was, you know, my mind was already made up. And I stood in the mirror in my room and I start self-talks. And that's very important to talk to yourself. Talk to yourself. Call in that higher spirit. Say all that you are, all you were created and designed to be. I am love. I am powerful. I am more than enough. I deserve the best. You hear me? And you have the power. Know that you have the power to change anything about yourself that you don't like. So I start working out. I start going on walks. You know, sometimes I would get dressed up just to go walk in Walmart. <laughs> you know, just to feel that confidence that I know that I needed to amend my heart. And, you know, what I was coming out of just to fuel my fire. You know, every woman want to feel needed. Every woman want to feel valued. And I wasn't doing it for nobody else. I was doing it for me. When I started working out and working on myself, reading books, you hear me, you know, renting bicycles to go ride by the water, doing things that I hadn't did in a long time, things that made my soul smile, things that increased my self-esteem. You hear me? That's when the shift happened in my mind. <laughs> Thank you, God. I started to see me. 
that's when my world changed. I remembered who I remember who I was. <laughs> and that's where I got my power. I got my confidence back. <laughs> I remember that God did not bring me this far to leave me. So I say to you all, get to know who you are. Love yourself enough to know what you deserve. You hear me? How you treat yourself is how other people are going to treat you, or at least try to. But get to know God personally, because he will send you warning before destruction. He will be all that you ever, ever can need. You hear me? God does not change like the weather. God always remains the same. You know, when you get in tune with who he has called you to be, when you focus more on yourself, that's how you produce that. When you educate yourself, when you read books, when you read that Bible, get in, get and know the word. Anything that costs your peace is too pricey, honey. It ain't worth it. When you get in that mirror, start talking to yourself every day. I am beautiful. I am powerful. I am a creative genius. All the power that you need is already within you. You just have to see it first. But if you're lost and don't know who you are, <laughs> that's when the devil's sending one of his own. You hear me? To come to scratch you so you will never know who you are. Trust me when I tell you. When you get to know God, everything, everything else is added to your life. When you, when you think that you can't come out of situations and things, he will be right there to pick you up. Just like before. <laughs> you hear me? God is a way maker. He's all that you need. He's a keeper. You hear me? And I, I believe. I believe. That's why I always say believe. Because the things that you think, your thoughts, produces your outcome. If you never see yourself as worthy, how are you going to? Have a how are you gonna have anything if you don't see yourself as worthy to having anything? If it's something about yourself that you don't like, you have the authority and power to change that. Reshift your focus. Reshift the way that you see yourself. Reshift the way you think about yourself. And always remember that there's power in the tongue. If you speak life over your life, that's going to be your outcome. But if everything is negative out of your mouth, that's that's just what it's going to be. Nothing's going to change. And I see so many women, you know, turning into their spouse. He says, if anything comes to distract you from my will for your life, you don't need it. If anything, you're supposed to join together as a unit and praise him in his presence. Not if he don't go to church, you don't go to church. No, 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 no. When you find 
the love of God, let me tell you something. I know for me, nobody and nothing can distract me from that. I won't allow it. I won't allow it because he's been too good to me. So make sure you know who you attach to. And always forgive. Because forgiveness ain't for them, the ones that hurt you, it's for you. When you forgive a person that hurt you or misuse you or abuse you, you, you open up a whole new rim for blessings to pour into your life. God forgive you for your sins, so you have to forgive them. You know, maybe they don't, they don't have the mindset or concept like you do. You can try to help them, teach them, but it's up for them to want to learn. But I'm not going to keep y'all. I just wanted to share that with you all. Love yourself enough to know that you matter. You matter. You are important. You are valuable. God loves you. I love you. And until next time, same time, same place. Thank you for listening. Welcome to Women's Setting the Tone Podcast. Blessings.